album mm-hmm. name ever. We're talking about Dookie, I believe. Dookie. <laughs> I'd like to start the show off right with some poop humor. Oh, yeah. A little Dookie, you know? That's right. Dude, Dookie, what a great man. term for poop, you know? It's a good term. I enjoy it fully, and I love that album. One of my first CDs that I bought as a young man. Dookie. Yeah, it had the, the atomic bomb on the cover. It had a lot going on. Uh, yeah. Very fascinating cartoon imagery. Reminiscent to me of the old cartoons in Mad Magazine, for anyone who grew yes. up with the Mad Magazines. You know, exactly what I was thinking. Crude, kind of disgusting, a lot of nudity and gross juvenile humor uh, visualized in the best way possible, right? <laughs> That literally was our generation growing up. <laughs> it was just a crazy picture in the back of Mad Magazine. You folded it together. It was always tits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one way or another, you got the Mad Magazine because they were always incorporating tits somewhere. Somewhere in there. You got the cartoon boobies, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what a great time. It was a time to be alive, man. You know, now the the kids, they're overexposed to all this extreme imagery. It's probably better that we were raised on the cartoon stuff first, then we uh, saw the real world, uh, you know, what it had to offer. Yeah. Good times. Dude, I had a, I had a crazy, like, mind fuck of a moment the other day, because I was talking about our childhood, right? That's right, man. <clears throat> Remember the pine tree in Mike's backyard? Oh, yeah. Very climbable. <laughs> you could perch yourself almost near the top and look <laughs> as far as the eye could see. You see, did you hear, if everybody, did you hear that? Oh, yeah. Just the tree in Mike's We had a neighbor named Mike. He, he was like an old, older single guy. He was a bachelor. You know what I mean? He just didn't really give a fuck. He had this giant pine tree. And we climbed it, we cut branches off it, we built a fort up there. <laughs> That's right, man, you, you yeah. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Dude, and I was, like, telling this guy, I was like, yeah, my dad, we just grabbed some, like, scrap wood, grabbed, like, some nails he had, <laughs> we just climbed up the tree. Yeah. We cut off some branches and, like, just nailed board to the branches, and we'd sit on those boards, you know? And you could look and- out across the entire flat earth and see all the way to the ice wall in Antarctica. <laughs> It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, dude, Majestic. We were, dude, we were sitting probably like, n- no exaggeration, like 20 feet up. Easy. Yeah. You know? It was awesome, man. That's uh, what kids used to do before we had cell phones and video games and 3D worlds where we can put on goggles and disappear, right? Well, that's what, that's what they were like. Uh, these guys were looking at me, and they, were, they literally go, when did you grow up? <laughs> A long time ago, Sonny. Yeah, let me tell you, Sonny. Back in the 20th century. We used to get boobies from magazines. (laughs) I was was born in 87, man. Like, what do you mean? It wasn't that long ago. And then, you know what killed me when I was telling... They they literally, like, the one guy was like, where would you even find scrap wood in a saw? My dad doesn't have that. That's what I realized. Like, yeah, that's... It really, you know, we all, it was us and our friends. Like, we weren't going to our friend's house to steal the wood. We were going to dad's garage to steal the wood, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, you know, we kind of lived with the 
Tim the Toolman Taylor of our neighborhood. Uh, uh, I mean, he was, uh, yeah. you know, he, he was really a dude who had his job, but then his passion was, uh, you know, building and constructing and having a table saw in the garage and going out there and just cutting wood and, and you know, working on a wall here or, right, a mantle there. Uh, that's what men used to do to distract themselves in a positive way, have a hobby, build stuff, be creative. You know, it's supposed or, to be Or a lot genes. of men used to do that for jobs, you know? And that's why it used to be a big thing for kids to steal their dad's tools and go build a fort or a treehouse. But you can't do that if your dad doesn't have any tools. Well, I, I love hearkening all the time back to the Tim the Toolman Taylor home improvement show where... One of the common themes throughout it was, oh, the dishwasher's broken, and I'm not just going to fix it now. No, I'm going to make it <laughs> stronger, faster. It's going to, like, jet stream, and it's, you know... It's, it's going to throw the plate out into Wilson's yard. <laughs> now, yes, now it's considered toxic masculinity to want to put, like, you know, a jet engine on your lawnmower so you can do your lawn in 35 seconds, Right. Toxic masculinity, but then, back then, that was considered, like, hilarious because it was kind of reminiscent of many other fathers in the neighborhood. You knew a guy down the street who had the souped-up lawnmower. You knew the dad uh, across the street who had the, you know, the excessively industrial-sized table saw, you know, so he could build a birdhouse, right? Like, it's just... Everybody had those dads throughout the neighborhood. Now I, I could almost imagine you'd be hard-pressed to find one, or, you know, uh, I think most of them are in their 60s now and older. Like, you're not getting the young fellas doing the projects out there. Uh, that's too bad, man. That's You don't understand, man. Like, if you're going to remodel your bathroom, just do it yourself with your kids. Even if it's shitty, at least the kid will learn how to use a tool, you know, like. Yeah, do it with the wife, too. Know. You know, you guys could do a project together over the weekend. Oh, no, right? never work with the wife. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, For that Listen, and more... Their, uh... Frank, women have their place. This is the one thing me and Hamas agree All on. All right, folks. Uh, <laughs> for more information like the one I just... Uh, like that I just gave you, consult my book on divorce. How to End Your Marriage Quickly <laughs> by Frank. If you don't like that one, read mine. How to Never Get a Woman. <laughs> I personally think doing projects uh, in the house with everybody that lives in the house, always very rewarding for everybody involved and that lives there. And the harder people work during their off time, especially on the weekends, the earlier everybody goes to sleep. That's always no, better plus for it is You take more pride in your house when you work on it, you know? Yeah, absolutely, man. That's uh, it feels good to do the projects and to build stuff and to fix things, right? Anything that goes wrong, you know, look it up on the YouTube. There's always a lot of inf actually Home Depot. For every like thing you could buy on there, they have these videos that show you how to fix stuff yourself in your own house. And I'm out of a job. Thanks, Frank. Uh, you're not supposed to tell people. But... <laughs> It's everything except plumbing. You're not out of a job because <laughs> simply based on the fact that people and especially Americans so lazy, man. Like nobody yeah, wants to do that kind of work. 
Come on. No, no, I try, dude, I literally, as I'm not even joking. I've probably told you this as a homeowner and my brother. Like, whatever's wrong with your plumbing, watch a YouTube video, try to fix it. It's already fucked up anyway. Try to fix it. If it's beyond you, what you can do, then call a plumber. Yeah, man. No, like, we hate coming to a, we have so many calls. We hate coming to the one, and it's just an easy little, you know, you could have done it yourself. It's not just that, too, man. Like, you get, like, a taillight out on your car. People go to the dealership and pay, like, $100 the service Uh, fee and everything. Like, you could go to the AutoZone, buy the light bulb yourself, go to your car, unscrew the back area, and install it within an hour, and you've saved yourself hundreds of dollars. Even, like, the oil change or whatever, dude. Even if it takes you half a day, it's better than sitting around watching Netflix, right? Absolutely, and, and you do and the you're oil feel such a sense of accomplishment. And I, you know what? I uh, I forgot what movie I was just something came on. I like woke up because the TV was on, and it was uh, Jackie Chan Man. trying to teach yes, uh, uh, like karate to this kid. Right? He had the kid walking through the woods, just hitting the weeds and everything. And I'm like, yes, you people don't understand. Just changing your own oil is not just teaching you about changing your oil. It's teaching you so many other skills, right? Absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, man. For sure. And you get to be a little bit intimate with your automobile and understand the mechanisms underneath what you're driving on every day get your eyes on some stuff that you never really see all the time and understand it a little bit. You are enlightening yourself on so many levels. Uh, you know, I just... I, uh, listen, I always say it doesn't matter what you do to the car, the best thing you can do is love it. <laughs> you know I, mean? I know it's a joke, like, every, Adam Carolla hates how Subaru says their cars are made with love, but Subaru <laughs> lasts on the road longer than any other car only because their customers are lesbians who love their car. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they will pay any amount of money to keep it running. They will just keep maintaining it. And Well, Mike, and, you, you know, are correct, sir, as a certified Subaru owner and a lesbian myself. <laughs> I often tell people the reason why my car runs so smoothly and smells so fresh and new is because I, I treat it with a lot of love. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not gay you just started identifying as a woman i get it yeah well i got the haircut and the size uh you know i well, if you got the figure run with it girl <laughs> you know that's right Do leah you. thomas you got some competition ba- baby buddy i don't know what to say here lady fellow <laughs> frank if you do a good enough video you might get miller lights but <laughs> I do look good in a dress. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> hey, I'll do the I'll do the lady fella podcast with you, bro. Anytime. Oh man, we just found a new platform. This is good stuff. We'll get he's a lady. He's a fella. It's the lady fella. <laughs> and we both have mustaches. That's the gag. You know, you don't know which one. I've always wanted like one of those old school. Like I always wanted to do a show where like I had an old school, like one of those old school things. You know. Oh yeah, well I could put one together. I'll work on it for us uh, for the dude man. 
And uh, he's a lady. He's a fella. <laughs> like that would be so funny. It works best with Dick and Dyke. That was my. That's fi- what I always- <laughs> Yeah. We got we to get in contact with, what's her name, Cheney, Dyke Cheney. I mean, come on, dude. How do you That's not go great... with that? That's so good, dude. You have your dad's name, Dick Cheney. You are Liz Cheney, but you're a lesbian. You could easily go as Dyke Cheney. It's right there. It's just, you're changing one Les letter. Les Cheney? I mean, it's all right there for Les. you. Les Cheney. <laughs> like, I mean... I don't think she's a lesbian, though. That's where it falls apart. I'm pretty sure she is, and you could call it the lesbian hour. I would do Dick and Dyke show with Adam Kissinger as the Dyke, and Dick as the Dick. (laughs) That's more more fitting. (laughs) Talk about a lady fella. That's a fella with lady feelings, you know? So, So Kissinger was on the Late Night Jimmys last week. Uh, I think Thursday or Friday, uh, the Stephen Colbert show. I don't know which one it is that he does now, but um, they're all the same, Jimmy. And he was hyping up a lot of the work that they did for the two-season, 18-episode apiece, (laughs) January 6th committee. Dude, a lot of comedians, they keep repeating it. Washington, D.C., is Hollywood for ugly people. It's true. It, it is really... Yes. You're nailing it with the double season Jan 6 committee. Like, that was... Well, he was on Colbert, uh, Adam Kissinger was, I believe, to promote his the new Jan 6 movie. It's uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. It's six and a half <laughs> hours long. The clock's in just under... It's, it's like 628. It's called If We Let It. <laughs> viewpoint from the FBI. <laughs> stars Brad Pitt as Ray Epps. It's incredible. It's a touching story. He's just a simple farmer. And he's led astray. It's incre- It's beautiful. It's an epic. <laughs> he didn't even know who Donald Trump was until they kidnapped his daughter. <laughs> That's right. Liam Neeson's in it. He is incredible. He has 24 hours to save the kid. I've been trained to do two things. Get my daughter back, start an insurrection. <laughs> <laughs> Lifetime of training. <laughs> There's no bigger joke than January 6th. No, it's so man. Funny, it's incredible. Especially, especially we've had now two insurrections since then that nobody cares about. <laughs> Thousand Palestinians raid. I don't even think we have a capital anymore. I think they burned it to the ground. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Not one mega flag. Nothing to report here. I don't know if you, you know? saw this. Like Andy, no, was boots on the ground over at DC, I believe, or in front of the White House, if I'm not mistaken. And there were like hundreds, if not a thousand plus or so, pro-Palestinian Antifa people like storming the gates at the White House. <laughs> it was on Friday. It, the video is yeah, but, insane. But it's okay because they're anti-fascist. I know. That's right. <laughs> it's all in the name. Oh, man. Well, I can't, again, I can't wait for the Scorsese uh, Jan 6th movie. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be great. Leo Hopefully there's an intermission. That's right. Leo DiCaprio will be in it. He's going to play uh, Enrico Tario. And um, you'll have. I heard they did an AI Selma Hayek for AOC. (laughs) (laughs) 
for the rape sequence. The rape sequence. scene's incredible. Yeah. They brought in they brought in Aquaman and Selma Hayek for the rape scene. <laughs> they, they, in fact, Quentin Tarantino directed the scene. It's it's very graphic. It's unbelievable. It was all it's be perf- way better that he rapes that white bitch in uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones. All all approved by AOC. She wrote many of the sequences. It's incredible. <laughs> From her own personal reflections. <laughs> Both were never going to happen, but I wonder what was more likely. (laughs) The overthrow of the country or AOC getting raped? I don't know which was less likely. (laughs) It's just such a hard pill to swallow. You know, the whole, like, these, you know, horned guy and face paint dude and guy with the ponytail like they're gonna take over the government like nobody <laughs> believes that oh and they're all they're all secretly being directed through earpieces by trump and enrico tario who was not even there Incredible. Yeah, like how weak is our country <laughs> Just, nobody believes it well either way uh this uh weirdo kissinger was on uh the jimmies and He's making fun of and the the reason I love it is because he's discussing what's going on here in Colorado, a bit close to my heart here. They are pushing for this absurd idea that you could strip Trump from the ballot simply because of a rule based on the Civil War and the 14th Amendment where if you are considered an insurrectionist, you can't run for president. I'm ashamed of Colorado. (laughs) I cannot stress that enough. It is shameful. It's embarrassing. It's disgusting. The creature... Just just tell me you can't beat Trump without telling me you can't beat Trump. (laughs) Like, listen, we stole the first one. The second one, we're going to have to just strip him from the ballot. The lizard secretary of state here in Colorado that is... uh, soaking up the sunlight of her 15 minutes of fame because of this absurd charade. Uh, She will be long forgotten, hopefully. History will just remember her as a hanging dingleberry on the asshole moment of America. (laughs) I can only hope. Uh, In either case, in either case, uh, Adam Kissinger is on one of the Jimmies to talk about uh, this glorious moment in our time where we're going to try and do the single most undemocratic move in the history of this country. We're just going to remove someone from the ballot because we don't like him. Following a breaking news, police tell us the FBI is searching the home. Oh, I got the wrong one. What happened there? Oh, my God. Uh, fired. That's Production crew. Guys. What's going on? All right, uh, you? You're fired. Yeah, get get out of here right now. All right, so uh, we got rid of the... Yeah, hard to find a good hub, you know, right, with this migrants. You know, he spoke Trump's English. 14th Amendment. He, <laughs> he, was, he was the first in line at Home Depot, and he said he spoke English. <laughs> I should have quizzed him, all right? Willing to work for under 20 bucks an hour, folks. I should have knew he was here for the handouts when I saw the Armani pants. <laughs>
Dude, that's what kills me about Home Depot. I walk into Home Depot. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean to change the subject here. <clears throat> the other day I was mobbed by a bunch of uh, quote-unquote guys desperate for work. They were wearing better clothes than I own. Like, they were wearing name-brand clothes. And they literally looked better than I look when I go out, if I ever go out. <laughs> yeah, they look more rest. They look like they're getting more rest than I am. I'm exhausted. No, no, they're so well rested. Dude, they look fucking great. And then I asked, like, me and this guy are standing next to each other. We're both 35. He looks 25. I look 45. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? What's going on here? Why, why are they treated so good? I'm, but when you're getting all these freebies from the government, man, life is good. You can hang out, get a tan, walk around, act like you're trying to find work, but really you're just there getting a tan, collecting checks. <laughs> no, but why is the... I, I don't know. <laughs> I look at my bank account and I'm like, I can't afford these name brand clothes. But <laughs> these guys are sitting there at Home Depot with name brand clothes. The uh, real insurrection is what's happening at the southern border. That's what they don't want to talk about. Good call. All right, here we go. Kissinger uh, kissing some well, ass. I just, I just kept thinking of that clip you played the other day with the uh, South Park. Yes, man. Like this rich oh, I love that. And it's the guy yes. who can barely speak English. It's like that's literally what I feel like. Like, how are you guys? You guys are more money than me. Yeah, we're in, out here. We're in backwards times, man. I'm telling you. Uh, but because we were just kind of breezing on it too. I mean, people don't have any skills anymore. They don't know how to fix stuff or work <sighs> on things. And therefore, if you have this great communications degree that you're still in debt for. But you have no skills outside of that. You're kind of useless to society when there's an overabundance of people with communications degrees. I'll never forget when my, my boss drops off a partner saw and it's a gas powered and these two guys, <laughs> young guys, they're looking at they can't start it. They don't know how to start it. And I'm just so disgusted. Because Frank, I know you, you know the feeling. I was given a lawnmower. <laughs> it's sent to this giant yard. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The man giving me the lawnmower <laughs> knew it didn't start, but knew I would figure out what was wrong with it. <laughs> well, see, the hope is the guy's going to want to finish the job, so he'll fix it. They'll have the drive, right? The The emotion will be there. We literally used to go to that, that coal mar. <clears throat> That's right, man. With broken shit. And you'd have to... You're too far from anywhere. Mm -hmm. You had to fix it, get it going, and you would get it started. To not like to not be able to start a brand new <laughs> piece of you know what I mean. Well, it's why I have faith in my ability to part Ugh. partially survive some sort of cataclysmic time frame, like a Mad Max scenario where I'm roaming and I need to like kickstart an old engine. I know the right spots to jam a screwdriver, and then I know. <laughs> How to cross a few wires and get a thing going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have that burned into my brain. So if I find the old, the right engine, I could get that sucker started in an apocalyptic situation, right? Dude, uh, you know what Uncle God finally got running again? <laughs> the blue truck? The red truck. <laughs> See, the, the red truck, dude. Folks, we have trucks. That's how we know them. They're decades old. The blue, the black, the red, <clears throat> the white. The red truck. The red truck, for those that are not informed, I believe is an originally <laughs> it's been, been swapped out many a times for you know, parts wise. Originally was a 1989 Ford Super, uh, 
Ford Super or Heavy Duty. It was a diesel. I don't remember what it was. Was it a six seven or a seven something? I forgot what a liter, how many liters. But this diesel man, you could just keep it running. It never stopped. It's about to hit a million miles. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. You could argue the Jan sixth insurrection story is the Chevy. 89 <laughs> of stories. Ford. Ford. Man, you don't know Chevy last that long. Come on. It's the Ford, dude. It's the story In the Midwest, that's gaining. we drive Fords, baby. It's the story that's gaining a million miles and seemingly will never die. Uh, and yeah. I, we got him uh, right here. I'm dying to talk about it because it's, again, close to home, and I think it's the stupidest thing in the world, and everybody in Colorado should feel embarrassed that we are making national and international headlines because we are the jackass of the country trial begins in Colorado this week. And for, for those of you who may not know, is that the 14th Amendment has within it that no one who is engaged in insurrection against the United States uh, of America or of its officers are allowed to hold office in the United States, an elected office. And the central question there is... We just sound like a bunch of fucking stoners, all right? We're sitting around so here stupid. with our fat doobies with the infused super nuggets, and we're just like, dude, let's like... Bring something up from the Civil War to bring down Trump. I know, man. I know. You fucking idiots. I can't. Ugh. Listen, by what you just read to me, not only is Trump still eligible, so is Tario. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wasn't even there. I'm Neither one of them were there. So embarrassed for this state. It's just disgusting. Trump engaged in an insurrection. Yeah. You, you investigated that question for over a year in the January 6th committee. Is there enough evidence that oh, that's he did indeed do that? Adam Kissinger has never done anything for a year. <laughs> <laughs> you get a couple hours out of him at best. I mean, and then he's, can, you know. Can you think of a greater waste of federal money and resources? <laughs> you guys did a year of investigating this. My God, man. Oh, oh my God. We just want, waste I money. Want, I want my money back. Hey, you, you, it's just... Yeah. It's so unreal when you put it in that perspective. You did a year of investigating on Jan 6. Then you did a, a two-season, 18-part episode uh, miniseries on the, uh, w that was produced. The reason I call it a miniseries is because it was literally produced by a CBS report, uh, <laughs> producer. They yes. paid him millions to produce the Jan 6 committee because it was a produced television show to encapsulate the America uh, American attention and to get everybody sucked into Trump again. Frank, they literally took a break and then canceled some episodes because of the ratings. It wasn't getting good enough ratings. <laughs> like, I mean, it was a it was a show. It was, it was a, a joke. It was an actual Adam Kissinger service. sacrificed his career for it. Yeah, and here he is now on Colbert, one of the late night Jimmies, pleading for everybody to take uh. this retarded scenario in Colorado seriously. Oh, I think absolutely. I think he absolutely engaged in insurrection. I went into that investigation trying to have an open mind and I came out very convinced that Donald Trump wasn't just some guy riding a boat in the rough seas. He actually directed <laughs> I went in with an open mind, Stephen, and I really thought I could come out with a uh, better position. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get I a sentence on I this one. Fired yeah. and lose everything. You know, I didn't realize that in democracy, voters end up turning against you when you're an asshole. <laughs> I see it now. I'm an asshole, and the voters told me to go piss off. 
I did not realize the Democrats were just using me as a tool <laughs> I clearly am. Yes. Some things are what they appear to be. I am a tool. And to happen. Now, my thing on the 14th Amendment issue is... I mean, this guy is literally think, just a Matt Gates who couldn't get pussy. Yes. He, like, didn't... Right? Yeah, he didn't sleep with the Chinese spy or something. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, no, he's I'm sorry. He's the guy who's, a, who's a, he's like, no, they didn't let me into the fraternity because I was too cool. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> I made a mistake there. I, I confused Gates with Swalwell. Swalwell slept with the spy. I always get that uh, one confused people. Oh, I'm sorry about that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Gates, we yeah. don't... Do we have any spy sexual liaison proof with the Gates? I feel like Gates is just a bro who p- clearly loves cocaine. You know, he's a coke bro. And probably only American hookers, because I haven't heard anything about that. No, I'm saying Gates strikes me as a dude who just likes his... He's an American lady kind of guy. Like, he likes his women without the dicks, actual chicks, probably above (laughs) the age of 18. And listen, if you're fucking American women over 18... I got no problem with that. I mean, that's... <laughs> no, that's what I'm I think that's why the establishment hates Gates so much. They can't stand Gates yeah. because he refused... He's probably not diddling the kids. He's probably shooting oh. straight, and he actually is a straight guy. He's not tapping the toes under the airport stall there in the bathroom, yeah, right? no, Frank, why do you think the Bobert story fell apart? Like, they tried to make such a big deal out of a straight woman... Right. Going out on a first date. Right, yes. A, you know what I mean? It was like, uh, dude, who hasn't grabbed a titty on a first date? You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know. And everybody was probably, I, for me personally, I thought, hey, good for the guy. He got a little, uh, a little dick rubbing action you know? there. Yeah, man. Uh, not only good for the guy. Good. For, I thought we were an equal opportunity. I thought we were all about feminism nowadays. Good for her. Good she for needed her. to go get some. She got some. I'm happy for her. I hope you had a great time. You know? <laughs> You know, dude, you're right on the money, man. Like, I, it's it's crazy that Bober and Gates. Here we are, 2023, more relatable than most people on the <laughs> other side of the aisle. I can't relate. Adam to Kissinger and Dick Cheney's daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I can relate a little more to Lauren Bober. You know what I mean? Yes, Lauren Bobert from Rifle, Colorado. Uh, did the whole business thing with her husband at the time, and right, she, they they became popular because they were a restaurant where the waitresses uh, were holstering guns. Well, the, the, you know what really bothered me it was like, I thought the Democrat, like the Democrats were, they they are the party of like no strings attached. A woman can do what a man can do, and like you shouldn't be forced into like those those Judeo-Christian beliefs of get married young and have... Okay, fine, right? But then Lauren Boebert... Man, when I watch that clip of Lauren Boebert, like you said, I just think, man, that just seems like a really fun date. (laughs) Yeah, she sounds like... like, She seems like a fun person to hang out with, actually. You know, they always talk about... Politicians always want to be the one that uh, people want to go grab a beer with. I would love to grab a beer with Lauren Boebert. Because, yes, plus because that you, is the embodiment of woman empowerment. Her husband left her. <clears throat> she's out on a date having a great time. You know what I mean? It's like, that's, come on. And power to her. she can now run on the, she's the politician. You can grab a beer with her and she'll grab your dong. It's oh, incredible. It's a nice little, uh, it works very well. 
If you grab a beer or two, you might grab a boob or two. You know what I'm <laughs> they don't call her boobert for a reason, people. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, I really, I, it really was eye-opening that, like, the left, you're the party that right now is supporting Hamas that hates women and gays. You're supporting Antifa, who's this group that goes around dressed in black, covering all their identities. You know what I mean? And oh, yeah. forcing you, your insane... Uh, expectations. I really I love your take, and what I'm actually getting in my head here is, or what I'm envisioning, if, imagine the scenario play out if Lauren Boebert had a D before her name, and she was Democrat Lauren Boebert here in Colorado. Oh, it would be, how dare you? How dare you? She was just a woman on a date. How <laughs> She's, dare well, you? I'm saying, you're right on the money. She would have been empowered. They would empowered? Have ce- it would have been celebrated. Ah, oh, dude, Clarence Thomas, he's an empowered black man. What's that? He's got a Republican next to <laughs> Terrible corrupt! Have you seen who he went on vacation with? <laughs> Uncle Tom! Dude, I, I'm just, I'm telling you right now. Yeah. If Bobert was a Democrat, dudes would be walking around with their dick hats. Right? You'd have oh, the, yeah, got, the pussy, yeah. got the pussy hats, right? But Bobert, you know, yeah. you got the dudes with the dick hats. It's true. They just hated the fact that it was a Republican woman out there being, you know, and, and it was a Democrat man who's clearly a pussy, couldn't handle her, so she left. Yeah, as and she was in the right, and this is a beautiful story nonetheless. Uh, so should we finish this Kissinger uh, nonsense he's talking Kissinger, about? Kissinger, you're so boring, we ended up talking about Bobert. Yeah, go ahead. Well, it all relates to Colorado, and I wish Bobert and company would uh, stand their ground a little bit more and be a little bit more vocal on the national level about what's going on. Uh, it is kind of funny. I had a clip of... See, I think... I'm sorry, but I don't mean to go back to it, but I think that's what the left is missing is... That is the true story of empowerment. Lauren Boebert had the husband, had the kids. Something happened with the husband, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. What, I mean, you know, I don't remember what the marriage story is. Was, Who cares? Marriages fall apart. It happens all the time. It happens, you know? but then she found a way to, you know, she still has a single, you know, her life, but she's also raising the kids. It's like, I don't know. Why attack her? Isn't that what you want? Oh, I'm very fascinated right? You're not seeing it as much on the national scene, but here locally, the news obsesses over trashing this woman left and right. They absolutely destroy her credibility as not just a politician, but just as like a mother and a woman. And it's incredible to watch because the left is supposedly built on the feminism movement or women being empowered. And normally they they would celebrate a Lauren Boebert, a businesswoman who rose above and decided to be a part of the political machine and has become a very vocal person and, and believes in, you know, whatever she believes in, but is, is making a name for herself, man, that used to be a very celebrated idea nowadays, dude. Uh, they, they love, live to destroy this woman. It's pretty incredible stuff. The Democrat Party has a real hard time with people who just own mistakes and can admit, like, I think they have a real hard time with somebody who says, yes, me and my husband, our marriage failed, and yes, it is bad for the... You know, like, abortion, too, is a big thing. People have a really hard time when I say, like, nah, I think a woman should be able to choose, but you are murdering a baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just fascinating. Calls- 
right? It's like it's like the truth is you're murdering a baby, you're ending a life. But I also believe the woman should have the choice. So it's the same thing with Lauren Bobert, where like she falls know, she gotta, falls into this uh, camp where on the left they really are champions of women empowerment. Unless you're a Republican, they will destroy you. Well, that's, they that's really what I'm support. Saying. They hate her because she's saying, "Yes, I am. A, I am moving on. My marriage fell apart. I'm trying to raise these kids, but I do still believe the best thing is for marriage. You know what I mean? A husband, a, a, a two parent, whatever it family. is, empowered woman. But on the right, how could you choose to be on the right? We're going to destroy you. Same thing with Clarence Thomas, empowered black yes. man on the Supreme Court. How dare you be a Republican? We're going to destroy." you same thing with santos gay man who's latino but is a republican well we are going to destroy you santos if that is ah! his real name <laughs> wait for it man I, yes but it's just beautiful if you see all of this stuff line up you know like oh we celebrate black empowered women except for candace owens she's an uncle tom you know, no, that's, like, what, that's what I love about him. We love Owens. black people, but he's not really black. Right. It's just... What? So Clarence Thomas went through his whole life. Nobody considered him black because he was a Republican. Like, no, he still grew up and spent his whole life as a black man. He knows what the black experience is. Right? Yeah. You can't discredit his life experience. It's a double standard. It's very funny. And it's, it, for me, Highly entertaining, and I love it every time there is someone thrust upon the spotlight and the left just, they can't handle that this person would be black, gay, female, whatever, and then not be on the left and not be a Democrat. Well, if you're not a Democrat, then we're going to find some obscene and absurd reason to hate you, and then we're going to destroy you. And that's how they operate. It's incredible. Yes, man. It's just like I, I find it fascinating. And oh, literally two weeks ago, I didn't know who uh, Mike Johnson was. I didn't realize he was plotting to take over America. <laughs> is it, isn't that the new speaker? What's his name? I think you nailed it. His he's so vanilla. I have. I think that maybe is his name. It must be. <laughs> Such a nobody. But the past seven days, dude. He has been plotting to take over America. <laughs> guy, I don't know how people can hate this guy. Honestly, he's literally, he's Wonder Bread with that perfect schmear of uh, peanut butter with, with, with the jelly right there. It's cut the, perfectly. I mean, he is, then you smell that uh, American apple pie cooling in the windowsill. Mm. I mean, it's just, he's the most American dude to take over that seat in a long time. It's kind of refreshing. And I remember back when we had, uh, who was the speaker? He retired probably because of weird stuff came out about him. Uh, the younger. Ryan. Ryan. Paul Ryan, right? Yeah, I knew yeah. that's who you were thinking of, yeah. That it, was at the time when Wiener was getting in. Yeah, that was a big. Yeah. You, you remember know, we had Wiener and Boner? <laughs> that was it's good times. <laughs> Good times, people. <laughs> I'd give anything for a wiener and a boner these days. You know what I mean? We were podcasting back then, my God. <laughs> I'll trade a million Kissingers for a wiener. Yeah, you know? dude, I'll take a wiener anytime. Uh, and can we get? Can you isolate that sound for me? Uh, I like that <laughs> for future reference. I'm not fully out of that closet, folks. Watch out. 
Uh, Chicagoans always prefer the wiener. <laughs> You know, oh, speaking we of which, to to it, though. yeah, you got to play that clip. Oh, I mean, we Fuck. got through most of it. I, you know, I Oof. don't really care more. I was going to say we're getting a Portillo's out here in Colorado. No. Yes, sir. Really? So now we're going to have In-N-Out Burger and Portillo's. It, there's no reason to leave. I'm stuck here. That's I. I you can't might even... be in the perfect place. You it, overlap. Wow. It's called Mecca, and I believe that's. <laughs> <laughs> You'll know when they get a jack-in-the-box because you'll just see Frank elevate over the population <laughs> with a gold glow around him as he calls his people back. I'll be, in a, I'll be in a lake with John the Baptist and he's just pouring french fries over my head. <laughs> God has sent his son back. <laughs> Covered in mustard. It's glorious. <laughs> Oh, congratulations, man. Portillo's. Portillo's, yeah. the In-N-Out Burger. I mean, we're stepping up wow. the game here in Colorado. It just means that, you know, you opened my eyes to this, and I, I didn't really realize it till I was in my usual uh, stuck traffic, you know, moment there by the stadium uh, where the Broncos are playing over at Empowered uh, Mile High, whatever they call it. Um, You know, I was taking a look around, and... If you're on I-25, you look east of the highway, and it's the skyline, and there were still about two of those cranes operating. You told me you can tell if a city is humming still, essentially, and if there's work to be had because, you know, if there's cranes going up. It's all the union guys talk about. And then you look to the... the unions talk about cranes. If you look to the west of I-25, out of nowhere, I swear, like five to six cranes have gone up. And they are about to build, my man, uh, towards the you know western part of Denver. Uh, they're they're looking to expand big time. I, I I that's why I think these major franchises are coming in. Uh, and it's you know it's still happening in Colorado. I think you got the tourism element, and you know it's just uh it, there seems to be still big music acts swinging through. It's not like California, New York, and Chicago, where it sounds and looks desolate and pretty serious as far as the uh, you know exodus of people. And, it, and statistically, we are still gaining people here in Denver, even though nobody wants to open up a business downtown because <laughs> it'll destroy your business. Uh, but yeah, what I'm seeing is uh, I'm almost thinking that they're just people are going to start building away from the downtown area where all these retarded restrictions are. And you're, you're still seeing this kind of expansion of growth, which is wild. Yeah. I told you, that's how I told you a lot. How many years ago did I tell you? Schaumburg, Roselle. Yes. You get out to like kind of what I'm field. thinking. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It, it you got to get out of the city. They're leaving the city. <clears throat> Just like I told you with the red light turning right on. Every time you get a new mayor, he's going to look around and pass new laws. And it's like, no, we need somebody to just 
Get rid of some restrictions. <laughs> less laws. I mean? like, yeah. <laughs> alleviate some shit here. We need less government employees. Then we can lower the ta- the taxes and everything. You well, know? it's got to swing the other way where you do more laws against criminals, less less laws against business owners. See, you got to kind of trim the laws on one side, maybe add a few laws to the other side. And you'll find a nice little equilibrium, and people will start building up. I was literally thinking. I'm reading. I'm reading a story about how you guys are going to get. So now you'll no longer be turning red, uh, right on any red light. In the past two years, I've had a gun pulled on me three times in traffic. <laughs> think, think about that statistic. We should probably like, be stopping less. You got to do the roundabouts. <laughs> you know those roundabouts <laughs> they got in Europe, where everyone's just spinning in a circle. Then you can just keep driving away from your assailant in a circle. Right? Tire him out, and then you take off. God help you, though, if he knows Angelina Jolie, and she taught about a curve that bullet. Oh, wow. What? Wait, what, jo- what Jolie movie is that? Next. Remember? I don't remember that one. Jolie's no, a weirdo, man. You know, her and Billy Bob Thornton, they had that, like, explosive romance there for a few years, and they were wearing vials of each other's blood on necklaces. Oh, dude, they, I, oh, my God, they Do were, like, the that? fucking, uh, they were, like, the, who's the chick from Transformers? Megan Fox. They were, like, the Megan Fox machine gun Kelly of that time. Yes. Yes, right? man. We're, who are also... D- do they do the same thing? Are they rocking the uh, vial of each other's blood? Or... Yeah, they did that whole thing where they drank each other's blood. Oh, they drank during, it. Uh... Yeah, all right. Oh, the newbie was wanted. Wanted. All right. Oh, very nice. Yeah. yeah, man. Didn't see that one coming. Uh, okay. Terrible well, movie. Terrible movie. Well, speaking of uh, taking weird stuff into your body and accepting science, uh, I got a little clip, if you're down, of RFK Jr. talking about known information being revealed from the Pfizer studies about the heart attack and death rates from the vaccines. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear that. <laughs> I just want to. We preface... weren't going to hear it until 2075. That's uh, okay. <laughs> Let's just tell YouTube to go fuck off right now. Uh, it ain't happening. Not on this one. So uh, here we go. We got RFK talking vax deaths. The death rates from this vaccine are there's been more deaths in eight months than in all the billions of vaccines combined over the last 30 years from this one vaccine, 17,000 recorded deaths in the United States, and we know the death rate's much, much higher than that. Probably 40 times the best math, the best you know, studies are showing that it's 40 times that. Oh, um, you know, the risks from the vaccine are uh, they're completely untenable. If people knew the truth, they would not be taking this vaccine. And then the benefits of the vaccine are apparently zero or even sub-zero after six months. On the British data showing that the people are... Sub-zero? I thought that was just a very creative Mortal Kombat character. (laughs) I I had no idea you could actually apply that to science. Wow, that's how... That's how bad bad these vaccines are. They're sub-zero, man. I was literally going to say, favorite character, when you're talking about Mortal Kombat or Blade Runner. If you're talking about vaccines, I'm injecting in my body. 
Wow. And what's creepy is what happens when you play, you know, Sub Zero and he's got the goods on you. Fatality. Right? That's what you're getting with these uh, vaccines. What, what if new, new Mortal Kombat, Sub-Zero, his fatality, he injects you with the COVID vaccine. Wow, dude, you're psycho. <laughs> I was just going to say the newest character could just be Stephen Colbert. He's just shooting uh, vaccines at you and dancing with his needles. I mean, you know, the newest villain in Mortal Kombat should be Dr. Fauci, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Uh, to be fair, I don't think they had vampires. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm both a vampire. I live forever. It's crazy, man. Fauci's disappeared. He really has. I think uh, a lot of info is coming out about these vaccines, man. You say I live forever? No, just don't look at those pictures from the plague. <laughs> <laughs> it's him and Epstein. <laughs> that was my first vaccine. <laughs> no joke they do often now say that that 1918 flu epidemic that or pandemic was due to some vaccines no it was a big well maybe well it is weird that it was during world war one there was definitely a lot of like bioweapon a lot of like gas <laughs> it was the end of lot, you know what it I was mean? actually the end of world war one and they vaccinated all these soldiers before they went back home with this flu stuff and they that's they spread it i it's there's a lot of evidence to no, suggest the, the, no <clears throat> the virus was already going on during world war one before that Oh, I'm sure they spread it. I'm blaming Fauci for the whole thing. All right, I'm just telling her uh, like it is. 1918. How are the Beagles? <laughs> <laughs> just take a look at what was going on with Beagles back in 1916. <laughs> You'll know what happened around 1918, 1919, man. Again, I hate to bring up Nona so much, but she talks about it. How like she, her grandparents talked about that. Spanish flu coming through and they're they were fine one person died that they knew I think it's very I possible mean, our history books are fudged in many ways I saw a clip this weekend of Michael Jackson from 2001 at some press conference where he is it, at the time it was believed he was incoherent and drugged out and saying weird stuff but he was talking about how our history books are falsified our history is wrong we're being lied to the establishment in the media is lying to us about our history and it, it's just weird man you know they they it, took out jackson it is weird when nona's telling you that like she's when she was a kid they were talking about spanish flu like now they talk about spanish flu it's like no no people were going to work and they were not coming home. Like it was the plague, man. Because you, you would catch it at work and die before you made That's it That's right, man. Yeah. And she's like, no, in our town, we had one kid die. He was like already. So I don't think they know it, but he had. <laughs> the guy literally had leukemia. He was one of our cousins. Well, either way, it just seems like when everything was applied to society for the COVID lockdowns, they tried desperately to resurrect imagery from that pandemic to make it seem okay, like bizarre photographs of masking from 1918 that nobody had seen in 100 years. There was just all sorts of weird stuff that they tried to use to justify the COVID shit, and then it was all BS, and we know it. Uh, and 
I knew from day one I was never going to take that vaccine because I had just a deep-seated feeling that there was something nefarious behind this program. And here we have RFK Jr. running for president, stripped of his ability to run as a Democrat, so he's now running as an independent. Why did they try so hard to make him not run? That's what you, this is all you have to think about. So here he is talking about the death rates from the vax. In many age categories to, uh, to get COVID than people who are unvaccinated, so, which, by the way, was predicted. Now, we know that Pfizer knew this was going to happen because in their clinical trial, there were among, in a six-month clinical trial, it was only six months, at the end of that people period, 20 people died in the vaccine group and only 14 in the placebo group of all-cause mortality. The, there were five heart attacks in the vaccine group and only one in the placebo group. So your chance of dying of a heart attack from that vaccine, according to their own studies, is 500% greater than if you're unvaccinated. So they wow. knew we were going to kill a lot of people. Wow. And they did it anyway. And people need to be able to see those studies and, um, and understand the deception, this you know, criminal deception that has uh, been imposed upon them. So how's Dar- uh, Damar Hamlin doing? How's... Um- Matthew Perry uh, doing in his hot tub. How are... Yeah, Does anyone uh, remember Bob Saget? <laughs> did you see that video of uh, Bieber? No, what's up with Bieber? I've been fascinated oh, uh, by his whole journey. It's absolutely devastating to know that this young man was <clears throat> facially paralyzed by the vaccine. It was on TMZ the other day. They re- there was a video of Bieber hooping it up. And it was, dude, it's, they always do this. It's like a video of like somebody in the audience. You can't really tell if it's Justin. Oh, like the you Jamie I mean? Foxx videos. We're like, Jamie yes. Foxx is alive. There he goes a mile away on that boat. Nobody can see. <laughs> there he is. It's Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Fox. he's yeah. swinging the golf club. Uh, just like Jamie Foxx. <laughs> guy looks just like Jamie Foxx. There he goes on the boat. See, he's off in the distance. <laughs> we got a grainy photograph, man. It's we got a better shot of Loch Ness monster, but there's Jamie Fox. I swear to God, dude. There he goes. He's not dead. No, look, he's still alive. He's living, man. He's living. <laughs> if that's not Justin Bieber, why would he be wearing Justin's hat? <laughs> Solved. It's him. <laughs> It's so crazy. But you don't see any appearance at the MTV Movie or Music Awards by Bieber no, or Jamie Foxx. walking the right? red carpet with his yeah, wife. Yeah, man, you know I mean? nothing. Like, not he's anything. an international star. She's a model. That's like, you right. think they would just be in front of cameras? No, nope. you know? no, they're they're staying home. They're hanging out. They're, they're quarantining for the next two years. <laughs> you can find more video online of Mike the Plumber from Chicago than you <laughs> can of Justin Bieber, you know? It's very sad, though, that... They they just put out these grainy, random shots of these celebrities who have clearly been injured from the vaccine. But, but like, what is this? Is this the 1969 moon landing? Or is this 2023? We all have iPhones. Everybody has a phone that's recording in 4G. You know what I mean? Like, or 4K, whatever. And we can't get a clear shot of Justin Bieber and Jamie Foxx <laughs> hanging out at the game? Jamie Courtside? Like, there's no Jamie Foxx courtside at the Lakers game going on? 
Are you kidding me? No, this is a view from the back of him swimming, swinging a golf club. What? <laughs> the boat. I don't know. The boat pictures were my favorite because it was. It took place in Chicago, and he's on the Chicago River, allegedly, right? And it didn't even look like Jamie Foxx, actually. Like it really looked like a strange version of him. And everyone's like, "Look, it's Jamie. He's alive. He's living life, oh. man. He's on a boat." We have better shots of a teacher going into a bathroom to take a shit. And better shots of his actual shit than we do Jamie Foxx on a boat. I can't get over that, man. And, and then we saw nothing. There was no Jamie Foxx, nothing, you know. And that's crazy that they're they're trying to bring out Bieber. Th- that means Bieber got messed up from that vaccine, man. I swear to God, because you don't see nothing. And then it's just this grainy video of him on the court. Play, like shooting hoops, you're like, is that even him? I mean, and just shooting hoops, like, so he's not doing choreographed dance moves and singing simultaneously. Let me see him smile normally. <laughs> I just, can, I normal, can I get a normal smile? <laughs> I'm just asking ear to ear. Can I get one ear to the other ear? Same normal time? smile, both eyes looking forward. Can I see him <laughs> wink with each eye different times? And then I just want to see a simultaneous blink. Then I will be convinced. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. I don't mean to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't believe that that's what happened to these poor celebrities who took the bait and got the vaccine. Actually, I bet you there were a lot of people on the end who definitely took the saline solution or oh, whatever yeah. it is. None of the politicians took the vaccine. I promise no. you right now, not one, except for maybe Mitch McConnell. I don't know what's going on with that guy. He keeps breaking down like every couple of weeks. And, Li- and Lindsey Graham. I never turned down a prick. <laughs> <laughs> you know Lady G took it. <laughs> <laughs> you know she took it. Oh, the Lady G. Absolutely. Probably got it. No, I don't think anyone uh, definitely uh, at all got it in the politician's world. I mean... Even McConnell, he's just old, right? He's got that dementia going on, you know? He's unfortunately, oh, yeah, no. he's going down the road of Joe Biden. Neither one knows where they're at <laughs> or what's going on. You know, it's it's bad, it's sad, but, I mean, that's what we vote for, right? We, we played the clip of the lady from Pennsylvania when we were discussing the difference between Dr. Oz and stroke victim Fetterman, and the lady said, you could wheel him on a hospital bed, and I'm going to vote for the Democrat. And that's what we got going on here. <laughs> It's both sides. They did it with McConnell. The dude's practically yeah. in a hospital bed, and the Kentuckians are still voting this clown in. I can't so. believe they haven't got rid of it. They need to get rid of McConnell. That's our They need to get rid of all these old people. Yeah, we've got to get the age limit going on, right? can't believe they killed Feinstein. They had to, man. And you better watch out. I'm sure Fetterman's next, dude. He's gonna uh, he's one stroke away, right? So they can uh, take over that seat. I'm telling you right now. Uh, with Feinstein said, who's controlling the weather? <laughs> 